Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Believe Sports Business, Sports Media. I am Fred. You could email us at uh, sportsfred at AOL.com, sportsfred at AOL.com. Of course, uh, heard on pod clips around the world and uh, basically every app as far as uh, pod clips is concerned and Believe is concerned. Uh, Artie, I got to tell you, my great, great, great grandfather, and you would know him because you're 124 years of age, um, used to tell me something. He said, it's not whether you win or lose, it's if you cover the spread. Tonight in a couple of hours, folks, we're taping this at 4 o'clock Pacific time, at uh, 6 at the Staples Center in Los Angeles, uh, the Clippers now one and a half, and in some books, two, underdog against the Phoenix Suns. Art, who do you like this evening? Well, I actually took Phoenix and I laid the point. It was part of a parlay that I had with the Hawks, and the Hawks covered the eight points the other night. So I'm already in. I'm in on this game, and uh, I'm excited. I Hey, you know, it, it's something to do on a Thursday night when it's 240 degrees everywhere on the planet. <laughs> All right, so the, the, the bottom line is how can the Clippers possibly come back after the last-second dunk? By Aiton. I don't know how many points that is worth. And by the way, Paul is playing, so there's added uh, positives, I guess, for the Suns. But uh, that Aiton thing has to kill the Clippers, no? Yeah, it, it really does. I mean, you know, if, if Kawhi could even go out there and strap it up like Belgian Baylor did in our day, Fred, <laughs> you know, it would be a different story. But, you know, I just don't see it happening. I mean, they've already overcome two of these 2 nothing leads. And or or deficits, and it, you know they they went as far as they could go, and you know what Tyron Lou deserves a lot of credit, so does Steve Ballmer, everybody in the Clipper organization, but without Kawhi being you know at least a semblance of himself and on the court, they're not going anywhere. You know we talk numbers all the time. It's important to shop around. It really is. I mean, it can kill you over a season. As I indicated, some of the books have uh, Phoenix one and a half. Some of the books have Phoenix two. Let's say you like the Clippers. Well, you don't go where it's one and a half. You got to go where it's two. Art, I know you shop around. You think a lot of people shop around uh, for the best numbers? Well, you know, trying to get these offshore books to pay you, (laughs) that's the hardest part. They want to pay you in Bitcoin, you know, in, in In a, let's see, Chinese yuan. It's like, wait a minute. You had no trouble taking my good, hard-earned American diplomas, but you don't want to pay me unless I, you know, give you 30% or whatever. It's crazy, Fred. But seriously, um, yes, you do have to shop around. You know, Oddshark Odd Shark is a real good place to get a look at what all the different books have. They have seven or eight that they lay out there. And, and you'll see some things that are different. I mean, not huge, but but you might see a margin in between be a little tighter. You know, plus one thirty-seven one way, minus one fifty the other. Yeah. Or as opposed to one fifty-five and one twenty-five. Well, the vig's bigger, sure. You know, no question yeah. about that. All right, uh, these, uh, people, these people are brilliant. Let, hey, let, let me ask, Fred. Oh, did you hear that Nike hit, Nike hit it out of the ballpark today? With their uh, their forecast, and I mean, even amidst the pandemic, I guess they they doubled their sales to twelve point five billion. How's Under Armour doing? Well, hopefully they're going <laughs> to compete with them. <laughs> they actually did good today. They went up two percent. 
Folks, Don't that, was tell a, anybody. that was a joke between Artie and myself. Uh, folks, you can email us at sportsfred at AO.com. Sportsfred at AO.com. All right, the other game in the National Basketball Association on Thursday in that series, going into game one, Milwaukee and I looked around. Milwaukee was minus 500. Another book was minus like 575. It's down to minus 250 and minus 275 now. And if you, let me throw, put you on the spot. Let's say you like Milwaukee. And, but you said, I'm not going to give five to one or f- five and three quarters to one or anything like that. They lost the first game. Would you be willing here to, you know, to, to split it? It's now down to half as much, uh, two and a half to one, 250 to uh, minus 250 as far I think, as the I Bucks. think Atlanta's going to win this series. Oh, really? Yes, I really do. I mean, what they did to Philadelphia proved to me that these kids can play. And uh, they're young and they're healthy, Fred. That's huge right now in the playoffs. I think there's yeah. a I think there's a uh, advantage Hawks as far as coaching is concerned. I've met Nate McMillan a couple of times. Putting that he's aside, he, he's one, he's one of the nicest guys I've met in the in the NBA. Seriously, I've always thought he was a spectacular coach. And Hauser, I don't think is getting exactly the job done because, and I think Barkley is correct. The bottom line is. You have, you're bigger than the other team. you got to play bigger than the other team, do you not? And certainly Milwaukee in some games has not played bigger than the other team. They don't show up like every fourth game. And and, and they do have their weaknesses. Hey, when Middleton plays well, they play well. Giannis always puts a good effort forth. But I didn't realize that he had his four hands as I have ever seen. When he when he gets his hands on the ball in the paint, whether it's a especially if it's an un well, how do you say this if it's an unscripted situation, uh-huh. he doesn't react real well to the ball with people around him. I don't know if you've noticed that, Fred, but he, he doesn't have what I call soft, pliable hands when a ball is like in, in, in play. And I mean, he's awesome when he leads the fast break, coming full speed at you. I mean, it's Michael. It basically, Magic Johnson with speed, right? <laughs> I mean, how are you going to stop that? When if he decides to go left, right, it goes up. You can't stop that. I mean, maybe so, okay. LeBron could. <laughs> okay, so you you like Phoenix and, and, and you like the Hawks. In the end, the Suns win it all. Is that what you're saying? Right now, I think so. If Chris Paul could come back and play eighty to ninety percent over the next two or three games. I mean, it looks like they're going to sweep the Clippers. I hate to say that. I mean, I still hold out, you know, hope and prayer for the Clippers to come up with a big game, but it's, you know, not without Kawhi. So, yes, right. that's how I feel. I said, I always, I said Monty was the coach of the year, and nobody wanted to agree with me. Everybody was talking about Thibodeau and yeah, blah, blah, blah. Let me tell you something. What he did with Chris Paul with that franchise, yep. and believe me, they got some talent, Fred. We know that. But, I mean, these kids are playing hard. And, I mean, it was amazing how they were talking about they missed Chris Paul barking all the time in the huddle and yelling at everybody. <laughs> all right. So, uh, let, me, let me. I play fantasy more than straight up, okay? Mm-hmm. I've, been, I've been fortunate so far. I've had pain in both games in this series. What do you do tonight uh, with Paul coming back but pain playing so well? Also, Terrence Mann only played 19 minutes for the Clippers uh, in game 
two, which I don't understand because, of course, he scored Especially 39. Especially after the performance he had with 39 in a key game seven, right? Yeah, I mean, I got, you got to play Terrence Mann 25, 30 minutes. All right, well, but what do you do with a, with a pain if you're playing, let's say, a five-man fantasy or a six-man fantasy? Do you use them now that Paul's back, or do you not use them now that Paul's back? I think they're going to edge Chris Paul back into this, the proceedings. I don't think you're going to get a huge dose of him right off the bat. I mean, you know, especially if they come out and they play well. Let's say they play well in the first quarter. Booker hits a couple of threes. They got a six, seven, eight point lead. I think you're going to see a lot more of Cameron than you're going to see of, of uh, Chris Paul in this series. Folks, and, I mean, I'm not saying that, they, that, you know, I'm just saying they want to ease him back into this. It's been a long season, Fred. So you're telling me for my thousand dollars? No, actually for my quarter. Uh, would you? And I mean a quarter, folks. I don't mean twenty-five dollars. For my quarter, I play pain or I don't play pain. You play it. Oh, I think so, and I have. All right, folks. Uh, you can email us at sportsfred at AO.com. Believe sports business, sports media, right here on Believe, and of course the pod clips uh, uh, around the world. Oh, Art. Yes. Talking about something. Yes. I'm sorry, I interrupted you. But uh, the big deal right now is Amazon and streaming football. And you know who they want us to be their lead announce team? Besides Al Michaels, who? Al Michaels and Peyton Manning. That's okay. the team. Okay, I have to interrupt you. Tuesday nights now, you've got the College Bowl on NBC. Peyton's right. the host. Cooper, his older brother, is like the co-host, Okay. The first show was last Tuesday, two days ago. Folks were taping this. It's now 4:10 Pacific Daylight Time on Thursday. It had uh, four schools, and at the uh, first of all, you got 12 schools going in the, this tournament. And the school that wins, I saw I my guess, Bruins. I saw my Trojans in there. Not yet, but they will be in the upcoming weeks. Michigan had the most points in week one. Peyton is boring as heck. Maybe he's a better he color really? commentator. Don't you think he's too straight? Well, you know, I don't know. I just, I'm amazed at how the American fascination, network executives, you know, the guys that make all the decisions, how they can say that this guy's going to be incredible. Now, I knew Tony Romo was going to be good. Right. Because Tony Romo, Tony Romo's an insightful. He he, he loves the game of football. He likes he likes to to study. He understands you know what's going to happen in situations. Hey, they're going to go deep here. Hey, they're going deep, Tony. Nice call by you. And he's got Jim Nance, and Jim Nance always makes everybody look better. Yes. Yes. He's pretty incredible. But the point I'm making is, Peyton Manning. Yes, they offered they offered him 18 million at ESPN. He turned that down. Now here's the package that I'm hearing: 30 million, 15 and 15 for Al Michaels and uh, Peyton Manning. Uh, I can't even stream in my house. I can get it on the iPhone, but I can't even get it up the TV. So I know you and I with the computers. <laughs> yeah, folks. He, uh, Artie's, uh, right Artie's got an excuse. He's 124 years of age. I don't necessarily. Uh, email us sportsfredadale.com. Finally, before we say good night for this night, because I want to get ready for the pregame activity between the Clippers and the Suns. Uh, you're a professional, a former professional golfer. Uh, what kind of odds could you have gotten on John Rahm uh, heading into uh, last week's U.S. Open? I tell you exactly what I did get. What did you get? I had a couple of shekels on him. Oh God! I got fourteen to one early. Uh huh. Actually, bet him right after he got DQ'd. 
Yeah. And that's that's where when the odds were the best, fourteen to one to sixteen to one. Now, if you bet him the night before the tournament at La Jolla, at Torrey Pines, he was twelve to one, which is still a great bet. I mean, a hundred bucks makes you twelve hundred bucks. That's fantastic, actually, because yeah. he watching him play historically again. You know, the last few years, he's extremely talented. I mean, it's like uh, I, I, you knew that he was well. You thought he was going to win this uh, near the end. I, I don't think uh, it'd be very tough to catch him. Uh, uh, on well, the you know, can I tell you something? If Louis Oosthuizen could putt and make a big <laughs> putt occasionally, uh-huh. he would win. I mean, the guy the guy has got the the modern Grand Slam of second place finishes, and we're talking in the last three years. So, I mean, he's played in what three times four, twelve majors. He has six second place finishes in majors. Still a lot of money, but no oh my trophies. God, yes. I would no. say, yeah, he, he's got a he's got a farm in Ocala, uh, Florida, north of Orlando, two hundred acres, horses. His kids are equestrian. The guy's doing great. Believe me, the biggest loser on the planet made one point five million. We're coming in second. <laughs> Artie, one final comment from you before we say good night uh, for uh, Believe Sports Business Sports Media heard on Pod Clips. Oh, a comment about sports. Hey, That'd here's what's going to be really exciting. Uh-huh. College World Series is going to have a really great finish. Enjoy the College World Series right there from Omaha, Nebraska. It's an American tradition. And stay cool, everybody. It's so hot everywhere, it's ridiculous. But wait a minute. College World Series, you can have the umpires checking for liquids? Well, only if Max Scherzer comes back to college. <laughs> Artie, talk to you Saturday on our uh, local show here in L.A. And uh, uh, Mario, thank you for putting this together because I can't put a podcast together. You put a gun to my head. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.